Happy Monday, everybody. Thank you so much, as always, for downloading or streaming the Be Our Guest podcast. So glad you're here, and I hope that your week is off to an amazing start already. Let's make it just a bit better with a virtual trip to Walt Disney World with listener Leslie down in Arkansas. Today, we talk about a fun girls trip down at Walt Disney World for the Princess Half Marathon Weekend. Four ladies getting together to run 13.1 magical miles. They stayed for a week at Disney's Pop Century Resort, did all four theme parks. They are coaster fans, so we had a great conversation about all the thrills they had in the theme parks. They had a great strategy for Animal Kingdom, which you might want to employ. It has to do with park hopping later in the day. I thought it was a great idea. Some great dining reviews, places like Homecoming and also over at Boma's, Olivia's, and Sebastian's Bistro. Just a fun trip report and get ready, get that sweet tooth ready because we're talking a little Gideon's and cookies and cold brew as well. As always, our shows are brought to you by the Magic for Less Travel. Check them out today for all your Disney trip planning needs. And we're booking those Disneyland 2024 packages right now over at themagicforless.com. Please also use our Amazon affiliate link when you shop online. That one extra click supports everything we do. It's BeOurGuestPodcast.com slash Amazon, and a sincere thank you to the patrons of the Be Our Guest Podcast. You make all these shows possible, and you can support us as well, starting at just $5 a month for all these shows. That really does help us out. You don't even know how much that supports us. It really does. And you get a bonus show called Mike in the Midwest. If you'd like to support us, please come on over. Patreon.com slash BeOurGuestPodcast. Ready to take a trip to the world? You found the Be Our Guest Walt Disney World Trip Planning Podcast. This is where your memories come front and center on our podcast stage. Welcome to episode 2344 of the Be Our Guest Walt Disney World Trip Planning Podcast. I'm your host, Mike Rallman from BeOurGuestPodcast.com and one of the senior agents over at the Magic for Less Travel. Happy Monday to you. As always, I hope you had a great weekend. And let me just say this. I hope your high school football team got to get back out on the field this past weekend. As we're recording right now, I'm hoping that our Francis Hall Vikings got to hit the field. It you know what? It's kind of crazy. You know, we live in strange times. We may, I think we got to play because we do record these shows early, but we did have extreme heat here in the Midwest uh, over the past week or so as we're recording. So it looks like we're going to be able to get this game in maybe, but uh, I hope your team is 1-0. And if not, you had a good time at your Friday night light situation. And it is just a great time. Football is back. Mike is happy. And we're talking Disney, which makes Mike even happier. So today, it's time for a great trip report. We're headed just down to the south where we have a little something here in Missouri called the Battle Line Rivalry every every November between Mizzou and Arkansas. And we're heading to Arkansas, but it's going to be all good today. We're talking with my friend Leslie. Leslie, down in Springdale, how's it going? Thanks for joining it's us. Going, it's going great. It's hot, just like it is where you, but it's going great. I'm really excited to be here. And you are a Cowboys fan, Oklahoma yes. State, correct? Yes. Go Pokes. So a little bit upset about um, your your old rivals there jumping ship and yeah. heading over to the old SEC? We've had a lot leave us, unfortunately. A lot of people being traitors, including Mizzou a few years ago. Hey, man. So. I, yeah, well, it's okay. I mean, you know, he's, we, hey, we came to the SEC and, you know, joined you guys. You know, we're, we're, we're semi-brethren at this point. 
Yeah, well, you came for Arkansas. No, we remember, came right? for Arkansas. Yes, yeah, you got me all kinds of confused because you're an Oklahoma State, you're a Big 12 fan. Yes. Out of the SEC, the geography's got me all messed up here. We're, we're like all Mid-South, Midwest, all kinds over the... Yes. We, let's just stop I talking enjoy, football. I like Arkansas, but I, my loyalties are to Oklahoma State. Okay, so. there you go. All I know is, we, you know, I've, I've never been to a game down there, but, uh, you know, all I can think of is those just people just pounding the pads there. You yes. Know, the could paddle you, people. Could you, that and the people at Mississippi State with the bells. I mean, come on now. Like... <laughs> I mean, we scream, but that's, you know, that's about it. It's pounding the pads. Boom, boom, boom. I just, I'd have to be like, knock it off. Okay. Anyway, so let's talk Disney. Before we do that, let's get a little background on your Disney history. First of all, how about a shout out to your kids? Because they're the ones that kind of encourage you to come on the show. So I love you. You have two kids, cheerleader and a football player. I think that is awesome. Yes. So I have two kids, Addie and Des. They're 12 and 10. They've been begging me to, um, reach out to you for years. We've been listening since probably 2016 um, when we did our first family trip and they've been begging me to do this. So I decided to reach out when we did this trip and so they're going to be really excited. Um, But yes, I have a football player, basketball player, and then Addie's volleyball and cheer. All right. Wish them a great season and a great school year. Again, one more time. Good luck to all the teachers and students as we are back to school. Even the East Coasters, like the Northeasterners, they're starting to like look at school supplies at this point, which is crazy because it's getting close to labor. Going for two weeks, I know for real. We're almost like to the midquarters at this point, but uh, (laughs) yeah, at least people up in you know Maine are thinking about school. So, all right, so give us some of your your history with your your Disney fandom. Like, where did it all start for you? I had gone with some friends. I think it was in 2007 to Disney World, but I didn't plan any of it, and so I don't really remember the trip much. I just kind of followed along. But we took a really big extended family trip in 2016. And I think I just fell in love with the planning aspect of Disney. I'm a planner. I love to plan. And so it was my, our family, my brother-in-law's family, and then um, my husband's parents came. And so I got to plan it for everybody, which was such a joy. It was an amazing trip. And I think we just got addicted. We did that trip. And then the next year we went to Disneyland. Um And then I think my husband and I tagged a trip to Disney with a work trip. And then my daughter and I did a trip. So, and then we kind of had a break from COVID for a little bit. So we all, we all got a little unforced, uh, unplanned break there in uh, mid 2020 for a little while, which we've made the best of here on the show. We had nightly calling shows, but yeah, it was a little scary time for. Yeah. And I think. Um, a lot of people think I'm really odd for listening to Disney podcasts, but I think it's just been such a fun thing to hear about people's trips, to learn about planning. Um, so it's been kind of like a, a nice outlet for me, for sure. I sure so. appreciate everybody that takes the time to tune in. Cause you know, I got a daughter that's 15, goes to a popular, one of the big high schools, you know, state champions here in the state of Missouri and people find me on social media at her high school, you know, her friends and stuff. And, and the Fun. the athletic director at her high school sometimes will like see my posts and interact with me. And it's, you know, tragic for her. She says, dad, <laughs> can you make a new account? That's not Disney, just you. I'm like, no, that's my brand. You know, that's me. I'm not embarrassed of who I am. You know? Yeah. I'm a geek. I like Disney. I like sports. I mean, it's just who I just deal with it. <laughs> but it's one of those things. I get it. And I'm glad we're all friends here, but you know, we're all big Disney geeks and friends and that's, that's who we are. And that's who we need to celebrate who we are. So, uh, let me ask you though, about that first trip. Do you remember besides the planning aspect of it, 
when you got to world, like what were the things that you thought were pretty cool when you got down there? Cause for me, again, it was the, it was the infrastructure. Like this is a city, but everything is so clean and neat and perfectly laid yeah. out. That's what I loved. I think, um, I think everything at Disney is just done so well. Um, I think obviously just the transportation pieces and how you literally like show up, you're in that bubble. We did stay on site. Um, it was the time where we had the Disney dining plan. So we had like that feel of inclusive meals, which I think my husband really loved eating all these wonderful meals and not feeling like you were paying for it, even though you already had, but um our kids were pretty young in that trip. And so that was a challenge for my, in particular, son. We had never seen that side of him. Um, but regardless, it didn't run the trip. Um, he he adjusted. Uh, and so um, I think, like, I agree with you, like, infrastructure things. There's just so many things that are thought out so well. And I do think that if you take the time to plan, like, you don't ever feel – I never felt like we were – standing in line a lot. Like, I feel like there's a lot of ways and systems that can override some of the stresses that people do experience with Disney. I think those are the things that I just really appreciated. There was like a reward for all the planning that we had done on the front end. So. Right. That, that's such a great point. The, the planning that you put in six months out, three months out, a mm -hmm. month out, it repays itself two times, three times, 10 times yeah. fold when you get down in your vacation. It really sure. does because you know, the, the early bird gets the worm is kind of the saying, but it, 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 you know, you do put in some work, but if you can find enjoyment in that planning and doing the research and then laying out a good strategy, you don't always have to stick to it, but at least if you have an idea of what you want to get out of the day, when you go in, it's so much better than the folks who are just walking into the park and just like, you know, like a six flags, like, okay, let's just see where the day takes us. You just cannot do that at Walt Disney world, especially with no, kids. Definitely. You got to have a plan. Definitely. And I love theme parks in general. We, we live close to silver dollar city, which I know that you've recently oh, visited Love it. and it's a great place, but it's, since it's, it's smaller and you don't have to really think it out, mm -hmm. think it through, you know, there, it's not near as busy. And so I think it was just nice to like, yeah, think so many things through and just see those things play out. And even just like the research and the restaurants that we went to and how, you know, being able to read reviews and listen to podcasts and, you know, put in some of those tips that you've got to listen to has been really cool. Yeah, just take me to Silver Dollar City. Give me some of that uh, that bread right there as you walk in on the left and the cinnamon yeah, yeah. bread or the, the you know, cinnamon rolls, whatever that is. I'm good. Oh, yes. you know, great. Give, I'm old. Give me that. Ride the train with the little show halfway through the ride. and yes. I'm good. I don't need to be on time traveler. I did that once with Mallory. Holy cow. That thing's like Guardians of the Galaxy <laughs> times 10 and you're outside and you're going every which way. I can't yes. believe I survived that thing. We, <laughs> our family loves that. We, we we're a big coaster family. Um, oh, it's wild. No, it is wild. It's fun. <laughs> it is fun. It's wild. I mean, it's like Guardians of the Galaxy on steroids. Um, okay. What other thing though? You mentioned you guys went to Disneyland for the first time and Disneyland yeah. packages just went live this past Thursday. Okay. One piece of advice you would tell somebody because you you went first timer. What would you tell them that surprised you about Disneyland? Because a lot of folks like me are going to Disneyland for the first. There's tons of people discovering yeah. Disneyland for the very first time right now. I think I would say to not let yourself compare the two because they're so different. There's so many like really great things about both. I think one thing that was hard is you know, my husband had a hard time like not filling as much in that Disney bubble. We did stay at one of the good neighbor hotels, so we weren't you know, we weren't obvious. We were walking across the street pretty much, but it was different to see, you know, like normal life happening 
outside of that. And so I think that was harder. So I wouldn't compare. I think I would also just recommend if you have really little ones to try Disneyland maybe first, because it's such a blessing to not have to worry about transportation, Yes. to walk back and forth to the two parks, to just go back to your hotel if you need to. Like that was a, a really sweet thing for us is our kids were still pretty small and it, that part was so much easier. You know, you don't have to worry about going back for a nap if you needed to, um, because it didn't really take your whole day. So, but they're both so unique. Um, I would encourage people to go to Disneyland because there's just so much there. I think I originally thought, Oh, there's only two parks. Like there's not going to be as much to do, but there's so much to do. And I think it's really special to be in the place where, you know, Walt was and just seeing some of those really cool things that he dreamed. I agree. Um, person. So, so well said, you know, cause you're, you're the master of your own destiny out there. You know, you are never waiting for a bus. Now transportation, don't get me wrong. I love transportation at Walt Disney World. I like riding boats, monorails, skyliners. Mm-hmm. That's, that's half the fun for me. But like you said, especially in a situation with kids, you know exactly how long it's going to take you to walk from the Incredicoaster mm-hmm. back to, you know, the Candy Cane Inn. <laughs> like, you know, it's, it's just how fast you can walk. You know, you're not waiting for, you know, you may get the next bus. You may wait 30 minutes. You have, don't, you take that variable out. So yes, definitely. it is, and it's very walkable. And you, like you said, with the two parks, you could be in the back of, you know, you could be back in Pixar place and, mm-hmm. you know, decide, oh, I'm going to hop over and go to Fantasyland at Disneyland and be there in 10 minutes. It's, it's, oh, yeah. it's so I, I still can't wrap my head around that. I've been there twice last year. And just God, I love the place. It's so cool. We also loved Radiator Springs Racers, oh, Cars Land. Like we haven't been back since 2017. We want to go back so bad just because we love, I mean, my son, it was like the perfect age for that. So um, it's literally incredible. I feel like it almost is as good, if not better than Galaxy's Edge. I'm with you. Yeah. Cars Land is my favorite land in any yeah. Disney theme park. It's and so it beat, to me, it beats Galaxy's Edge. Like yeah, I'm a Star so Wars cool. guy. Yeah. It's especially because I go in for the Shaboom thing, right at, yeah. right at yeah. sunset. It's I mean it's a it's a big deal. Like I, I mean the fact that they made that look like the, the you are in the environment. I I swear it looks like you're in the movie. And I know oh, Galaxy's okay. Edge looks kind of like that, but I mean Cars Land. It is like you are in an animated movie. It is wild. And then the cars yeah. come out and drive okay. Mater, and you see you know Lightning McQueen, and they're talking to you. I it blew my mind. Like, it was wild. Yeah, we loved it. So it was so fun. All right, let's talk about your trip. That was a lot of fun. So your trip, we're going to talk about February, you guys. So give us a little backstory on the trip we're going to talk about. Just lay it down for us. What are we talking sure. about? Today? So um, this was, I think I'm in, I don't know if this was in our pre-chat or not, but we, um, this was a 40th birthday trip. It got a little delayed due to COVID and I also tore my ACL. So we had to wait just a little bit for me to be able to run 13 miles. Um, but this was a goal of me and one of my best friends, Ashley. And so we ended up just delaying it a little bit and went and ran with my sister-in-law, Victoria, and her best friend, Margaret also came. So it was four of us, just a girl's trip. And, um, it was such a blast training. I I had run marathons in in college and several half marathons after that, but this was the first race that I'd really ran since I've had kiddos. And um, so that was just a a cool challenge to overcome. Um, You obviously are not as active sometimes when you're in the young parenting age. And so it was really a cool goal to be able to set, to to train. I spent a lot of good time with my sister-in-law and my best friend Ashley just running 
which was a really fun thing before the trip. Um, my friend Ashley had gone on her first trip, I think about a year before this, maybe it was a year and a half and had said it was going to be her only trip to Disney. And I secretly knew that she was going to fall in love and she did. And so she was so excited to do this trip. And they actually, this summer took like a surprise random trip back, back down to Disney that wasn't planned. So I think she's hooked as well, but, um, and my sister-in-law so fun and her best friend, so fun. It was just a really cool trip to just get away, to not really have to think about, um, some of the hard things that you navigate as a working mom. Yes. And, um, obviously like wouldn't trade any of those for the world. Just enjoy friendship and a place that we all love. So that's awesome. I love this. And so let me ask you this because you mentioned you like planning and you know, you guys were all into it. How did you guys, how did you guys plan this so that everybody got something that they were looking, especially for a race weekend? Yes, definitely. Well, um, my sister-in-law knows how much I love planning for Disney. So she continued to relinquish the overall control to myself. Um, and essentially we just kind of, we mostly like decided how many days we're going to go. We knew kind of which parks we wanted to focus on. We went to all of them, but we really just like, I kind of shared like some restaurant suggestions and then just had them kind of vote. And then I just went from there and booked the places that we all, you know, wanted to be at, which was fun. So that's kind of how they had the input is we kind of just, we either got on group zooms or, um, just some emails to basically decide where we wanted to eat. They weren't really very picky. Um, they knew how much I listened to podcasts and I play in. So they <laughs> kind of trusted me and like where to go. Um, so yeah, it was fun though. It's always best when you have one chef and everybody else or, you know, one, one bus driver and everybody else is just riding on the bus, you know what I'm saying? Or maybe That's a couple kind of co co-driving there because, you know, too many chefs in the kitchen and everything gets messed up. You just got to have some trust and let the person who's yeah. very passionate kind of take the reins. And, you know, unless you have some kind of really specific thing, it usually turns out awesome. Like, you know, in your situation, it sounds like everybody had a great time, probably no yeah. stress on them. And, you know, it's a win-win for everybody. You're getting having a good time and they're going to have a blast without doing anything. It was a great trip. I think what was also sweet is we started out the trip, kind of all four of us doing a lot of things together. It was a pretty long trip. And so as the trip went on, we also kind of got some individual time with, I got some time with my best friend, Ashley, and she got some time with her best friend, Margaret. So we could kind of peel off a little bit too. So that was kind of nice at the end to kind of change your pace up for however you wanted to do the trip. So, so where'd you guys stay for this trip? We actually stayed at pop. So that's where I always stay for races too. Um, how'd it work out? Cause you guys, you said you start out like a four day trip, turn into a seven night trip or seven day yeah. trip. So did it yeah. work out fine. Pop century. Well, yeah. Pop the whole time. Um, yeah. The reason we changed it to a seven days, we took a really cheap Allegiant flight Oof. and they only fly out on certain days. And so it kind of worked out. It ended up being pretty much cheaper than taking a different flight. And that's that, what we just, ladies, we just ladies and gentlemen, that's called Disney math right there. That's yes, an example of Disney right. math. <laughs> yes. So none of us were sad about it by any means. None of us were sad. So, <laughs> but you guys like the room and the resort. And I mean, yeah. it, it seemed to work out okay for, because yeah. you know, for, so four ladies in one room though. I mean, they're not huge, but I mean, you're there just yeah. to have a good time race weekend. So forth. Sure. Yeah, we didn't spend a massive amount of time in the room, but I think that they are, We I had stayed there with my daughter in 2020, and they had just refurbed the rooms at that point, and um, 
it was plenty of space. You know, the, I think that Murphy bed that pulls down is mm -hmm. really nice because you can kind of open up that space or you can, but we weren't really at the room a ton. And so it was plenty. So we're, we're all pretty minimalist people. So <laughs> we don't have a ton of stuff. So I wish my girls were, <laughs> they always bring so much stuff. Um, <laughs> Cause we stay at pop sometimes and I have a little bitty room, uh, but we make it happen. Cause I'm, you know, I'm a value resort guy. So uh, let's talk about the race, though. So yeah. what what were your memories? You, you mentioned earlier that you got to mile 10 just kind of floating through on on yeah. uh, good vibes and, and uh, yeah. you know, the positive DJ tunes pushing you through the course. But sure. what did you how was the weather? How was so you, you did the, the you did you do a challenge or just the half marathon or what was that? All about? Yeah, just yeah I definitely was not all about waking up that early for several days in so a row. Smart. So we decided just for one. Um, but we, I think the things that were surprising, which they had told you, but I just didn't expect were how far you have to walk when yep. you get off the bus. I feel like you actually more do like 15 miles when you oh, actually yeah. figure the walk. But I just think the atmosphere, um, of just being in the corrals and the encouragement that you get from the, the MCs, the music, I mean, the fireworks that go off, um, before each of the like corrals starts, are incredible. So that's really fun. I think also just, um, even just like seeing, like we were, we were not in like an early corral. I think we were in like corral, maybe D or something like that. Maybe C, I can't remember. But, um, I think even just watching as we were leaving, there was somebody who was, I think it was one of the really fast ones that was about to finish. Mm -hmm. And so, you know, people cheering those people on as we're running. Um, I think obviously like the lines were insanely long for characters. And so, even though we were way, we were far from being swept. I think I was nervous the whole time that I was going to get swept. So I didn't, I think I wish I would have stopped probably at more of those stations to take pictures. But again, it was my first race. So I didn't necessarily know like how fast I needed to be going. I never um, do. I'm always, I, I'm, I'm a paranoid freak. I will never stop at a character stop during a race. Yeah. And it doesn't matter. Like sometimes I'm running pretty decent pace and I'm, yeah. and I'll be in Corral A and I'm like, not doing it because I just see like a stream of thousands yes. of people going past while you're doing that. Yeah. Nope, not me. <laughs> but, um, so that was really fun. We did stop at a few, but we didn't stop it at a ton. Probably wish I would have stopped it more, but I think some of the most magical things are, um, you know, going by the TTC and having yes. all the people cheering for you. And then yes. of course getting to run through the magic kingdom is just such a, sur a surreal thing going through the castle and even just seeing some of the backstage areas, um, you know, even just like the, the bands that are playing on the interstate and, you know, obviously you, when you're coming through Epcot at the end, I know that you love the, I think it's the hallelujah chorus yes. at the end. The, the, just yeah, the gospel choir there, right at mile 13. Yeah. So yeah. I think it's just, like I said, I didn't even feel like I was running because of all the encouragement and the people that were around, um, just memories, you know, running with my best friend. And, um, I think also just people, I mean, there was just so much encouragement, like so much encouragement, not only from the people that are cheering you on, but the people who are running and the costumes are hilarious and fun. And so we did all dress up. I can't remember what my friends were. I was Belle. I think we had a Jasmine and um, an Anna, I think, were the other two. So it was fun. Very cool. That, that, and that makes me so happy because the races are not about times. They're about memories and just oh, having a good time, just pushing yourself to get to the finish. Of course, you don't want to, you know, you want to. Yeah 
you want to complete the goal because I always say that's the victory lap. You did all the hard work in the training back home. This is just where you yeah. finish it off. This is like the cherry on top of the work that is the you know the shake there. But um, yeah, that's awesome to hear. How'd you guys celebrate that that, that day or that night? Did you guys yeah. have a special meal or some kind of celebration? So we um, we did a rest day that day. We didn't like go to any parks, um, mostly because we wanted to save our park days for days that we mm-hmm. could really maximize. Um, and so basically I have been listening to your podcast for so long. We were like, what meal do we want to do afterwards? And I knew we were going to be probably around the Disney Springs area at some point too, but we ended up going to Olivia's. Nice. Um, and I know you love Olivia's. Yes, I do. Um, <laughs> and um, the food was really good. Our server, our service was really rough. That was a hard day to have rough service because we were delayed, like, our reservation. I think we had to wait 30 minutes to check in. We were starving. Yep. Um, and then I think like our server, I think, I think they were just understaffed. Unfortunately, the food was very good, but the service was really hard for that day, but, um, still the food was good. So we did, we did Olivia's and Old Key West is such a beautiful place. That was fun to see that. I'd never been there. Um, and then, um, me and my friend Ashley went and got pedicures after that. Wow. Um, nice. (laughs) I felt like I wasn't going to be able to finish the trip because I was just so sore. And then I had the pedicure and I felt perfect. So I would suggest that for anybody like they got all that lactic acid out and it was, um, we were ready to go for the next, cause we still had like a few, I think three part days after the race. So. And see, that's why you listen to our show. Now, you know, if you're, if you're broken down and you think you can't go anymore yes. on your next Disney trip, get a pedicure and uh, it'll, <laughs> it'll right. solve all. No, it's great. I'm sorry. You had the bad service. Usually over at OQS, they have great service. I mean, or, or Olivia's yeah. because a lot of the servers are like long time. Like they, yeah. they've stayed there forever because well, it is like the feel of the place, but I'll try it again. Yeah. Don't worry. Yeah, it's, I will it's, try it's, it again it's that's our solid. kind of food. So, um, <laughs> But we are, I think partially we were just starving too. Yeah, no, I bet, trust me. I've been there, man. It's it, for me, it's not the day of the race. It's the day after the race. So like yeah. on, on marathon weekend, it's not Sunday after the full marathon. It's Monday <laughs> heads up, you know, look out. I'll eat everything on Monday, Sunday. I'm just, yes. my stomach's tore up from all the running, but Oh, good Lord. On Monday, <laughs> I just get up. I'm just like just garbage disposal. Okay. So Let's talk theme parks and we don't have to go sequentially. We can just talk about fun times you had. And you mentioned that you guys are coaster people. Yes. And you, you, in the notes, you said you loved guardians and you mentioned was- time traveler at silver dollar city, which is yes. an extreme coaster. It moves yeah. on multi-axes, but it doesn't have as much of a story though as guardians with screens right. and indoor and stuff. So you, you, sure. you enjoyed that. Yes. We, um, I think we got a, I guess it was, I don't know if it was a virtual. No, I think we paid for a lightning lane that day. Cause we didn't start, we didn't start at Epcot the very first day we had, but we wanted to try it to see if we wanted to try to write it again later in the trip. And all of us loved it. Um, I think for me, the first time I did it, I don't think I even noticed all the cool things in the background, like the screen, just because it was the first time you're not really paying attention to as many things. Um, and so the second time when I wrote, I was like, Oh my gosh, there's just so many more things to see. Um, but yeah, I mean, I can see how, how one would get a little bit motion sickness from that. We fortunately did not have to struggle with that. And so loved that ride. I, we wrote it at least three times on the trip. I can't remember like just so smooth and fast and fun and just unique. I just love how Disney tells stories on even just some of their major thrill rides. I think that's one of the coolest things that sets them apart. So 
I'm glad you loved it. It sounds like it's made perfect for you. I, I and I, I know <laughs> it's a great like attraction. It. I say I it every time. I don't like it. <laughs> it's great. I just, I just, I get motion sick. I just can't do it. Yeah. And you, you said you also liked Rise. Rise was this was your first time doing Rise. I so I had done it a few times, okay. but I think Margaret that was her first time to do it. Um, I mean, it's just the story. Is, it's like it's I call it more of an experience than a ride. You know, there's. Not a lot of thrill to it. It's more just the experience of things, which I think is just so cool. And that, again, that's just something that Disney does so incredibly in so many of their, especially their new attractions and all the technology that they have. Like just, I think some of those things are just like super impressive to watch. So that's one of those that back home, you know, folks that, you know, I'll have a neighbor or a family mm -hmm. member that has a bit of Walt Disney World in say like 15 years. And they ask yeah. me, they're like, there's that new Star Wars ride. Cause you, sometimes you see it on like a website or usually see it on the web. I don't think it's actually at any commercials right now or anything, but you know, they'll ask you, like, what, what's that ride like? What are you doing? That? And I'm like, it's kind of hard to explain because it's not, it, it is a ride, but it's an experience, right? You're going through like different scenes, like you're, you're brought into the story and you're progressing through different kind of experiences, you know, cause you don't want to give away too much for when they go down, right? You don't want to tell them, well, it's going to be like this and then that, because you know, it is kind of interactive. You're put into this, but you, you are progressing through the, through a, a storyline for about 20 minutes, 20, 22 yeah. minutes. I'm like, it's a long experience that you're immersed in but there is a ride in it i mean definitely yeah. is a ride but it is i think it is one of the coolest things disney's ever done just because of how much technology they had to incorporate into one multi-faceted yeah. attraction oh definitely definitely so, so much fun so cool. here's another thing i love okay so no kids on this trip yes <laughs> you guys went and saw frozen ever after I, or, or, the yes. frozen show i love that show too that show cracks me up because there's adult humor in it too it's oh, so definitely fun. i think i try to go every time i think it's one a place just to sit and rest your feet of course air conditioning even though it wasn't that hot when we were there but um but i also just think it, yeah it's hilarious even my husband who's not like super into the Disney movie pieces. Actually, he humors me coming to Disney a lot of times, unfortunately. Um, but he even enjoys it as well, just because it's so funny. So. And if you have, if you have a daughter, even if you do, I don't know. I mean, I, I obviously mm -hmm. have two, so I can only see it through those eyes, but I've been down there, you know, without the kids for social media yeah. stuff and, you know, work sure. stuff. And I'll go in there and just watch the show. Cause you know, I'm there for like three days and I have nothing else to do. I just want to sit down and watch the show. And yeah. the thing is just, just pick out, like, just, just look around at the families and you'll see, you know, you'll see like the little girl with, with dad or with grandma, you know, dressed up like Honor Elsa and then boom, Elsa pops out in the smoke and it's like the kid's jaw drops. I mean, but it take for me, it takes me back to when Paige yeah. and Mallory were little, you know, they like Paige saw uh, Ariel for the first time, you know, her favorite princess. And for Mallory, it was, it was, uh, you know, um, uh, frozen or Elsa, you know, so it, it, you know, it does, you can kind of relive those memories of your own kids just by sitting in a show like that. Once your kids yep. get older, there's something about that show. I don't know what it is that does make me a little emotional. It could be that my daughter was in that area, but yeah, whenever they're seeing all the, I mean, everybody's belting the songs out. So that's yeah. really fun. And it's just, I don't know. We really, we really enjoy that. So it gets me because that, that movie came out on my birthday because uh, it came out on November 27th, which is my birthday. And the girls were like, we want to go see this movie called Frozen. And I'm like, oh, it, 
seriously <laughs> it's like a cartoon it's my birthday it's football season like you know it's like it's getting down to it it's you know it's the end of november like ah fine we'll go see it and then you know i get there and i didn't know what it was about because i think the commercials mostly showed the moose you know it was like a moose and like a carrot like yeah. in the snow guy the snowman olaf you know it wasn't really showing a whole lot of the so i just wasn't paying attention i had no idea really what it was about so we get in there and then i'm like dang this story's about two sisters and i'm like oh my god they're like the parents die and then the two sisters have to rally by the end i'm like like a blubbering mess because i'm like oh my god what happened if something happened to pam and i and would i not want mallory page to like rally and like just be like together and stick up for each other i'm like this is too much (laughs) this cartoon just wrecked me on my birthday thank you girls like it was it was too much like that's why i love that movie now but it's like (laughs) Who? <laughs> yeah, they dropped me in there without uh, without warning. Okay, sorry, that's like going under the couch there with uh, Frozen because that was just that, that was what I was I was expecting to have a football game that day, and I just got like, whoo, what's going on with that movie? You guys got to see Fantasmic? We said minus the crowds because it's a nut house now to get into Fantasmic. Yes, so <laughs> we didn't really want to waste a ton of part time waiting to get in, so. I mean, we weren't the last people in, but we um, were on the, like the far left, which the challenge of that is getting out of there. Yep. Um, it's amazing how many people they can fit in that theater, but it's an incredible show. I think the last time I had seen it was 2016. Um, I can't remember if I skipped it whenever I went back in 2020. Um, but yeah, it was an incredible show. So, um, but yeah, the lo- the crowds were just insane. So. You're right, though. It, it, Scott likes it because you got a place to sit. He bring, always brings that up. It's one of the great nighttime spectaculars because you can get there early, grab some popcorn, a soda, sit, and relax while you wait for the show. But yeah, the 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 drawback is when the show's over. Oh, yeah. Man, unless you're one of the first ones out, you're stuck. Especially yeah. if you're down in the bottom, you know, front, like in the front row. Oh, you're you're way stuck in there. Okay, a couple of things you have on your notes, just Expedition Everest, Flight of Passage over at Animal Kingdom. So any other highlights that you guys did together or separately in the theme parks? Um, so like I said, we love roller coasters. So Expedition Everest, we did several times. Um, tried to figure out as many fun ways to do different pictures as we could. And there was really not much of a wait every single time we were doing it. So that was really nice. We love Flight of Passage. In fact, I have a new strategy for Animal Kingdom. I, I normally am a rope dropper, but Animal Kingdom is always so painfully early because of just the opening time. And so I have a new strategy um, to where I think if I'm a, if I'm going to hop, I think what I would probably plan to do is go somewhere else and then always just hop to Animal Kingdom because there's not a ton there. And I feel like I could get almost everything. We ended up doing Flight of Passage at the very end of the night um, and I think the wait was like 20 minutes. And so we didn't necessarily have to be there so early, which was a really nice thing. Cause I think that's the hardest part about that park is having to be there so early, unless you want to wait in that monstrous line or pay for the individual lightning lane, which we didn't really want to. So that's an interesting strategy for animal kingdom because, you know, I'm trying to think of my personal experience at animal kingdom and I always go to rope drop and, and yeah. I'll tell you what, that's the one park that I don't go to. Like if I, if, when I go to Walt Disney World, if there's going to be a park that I skip, say I'm there for four days, I'll probably do Epcot twice or Magic Kingdom twice, mm-hmm. Studios once, and 
you know, Magic Kingdom or Epcot once, and I'll skip and I, I do skip Animal Kingdom quite frequently. And um, but I never hop to that park. I always yep. go there in the morning and I'm always done by like, I'm always bouncing out by like noon or one. Right. And I bet that's you that's true of a lot of people. So you're right. If you yep. think about that, if you're the person who rolls in at like three, if you could deal with the heat during hot times of the year, but if you hop in at like three, you're really going against crowds. That might be a great hack. Yeah. Well, I really love four at night as well. And so I think the park closed at seven. And so that was really going to be our only way to see it at night. And I think we actually hopped somewhere else after that. So um, I think we maybe hopped to like Epcot or maybe Magic Kingdom after that. Um, but we wanted to see it at night. So it worked out perfectly to be able to see it all lit up. And um, yeah, I think it's kind of one of my new strategies. My husband will really love that because he does not like getting up that early to <laughs> go to Animal Kingdom. So that's a great way to think. And that's why I like having this show because, you know, I always think, yeah, got to be the early, got to be the early. But I just, I've, and I do park hop, but I've never gone about, for some reason, I always go to Animal Kingdom early. I never hop to Animal Kingdom. I don't know yeah, why I've never there. hopped there. I, that's so yeah, weird because yeah. I hop everywhere else. I've, yeah. I've so. never, ever gone there. Huh. You I'm trying to think other like park highlights. I mean, we went to all the parks several times. I think our favorite's Hollywood Studios. Um, I just think there's so many fun things to do there. Um, we also really love magic kingdom at night. I think me and my best friend Ashley went back there the last night. So many of those rides are just so fun at night and just the atmosphere is so fun. So, um, one of our most surprising restaurants, which was not in the park, but I think probably our favorite meal of the entire trip was Sebastian's Bistro. I'm glad you it said that because cool. we never talk about that here. So give yeah. us a quick little review of that. Cause it's hardly well, ever brought up. Yeah, I think like I love Ohana and I feel like the food felt similar to Ohana, but much cheaper and actually way better. Um, I do. I love the family style. I love that you can just kind of get whatever you want. The dessert is incredible. The service was amazing. I think it's fresh. There's a lot of vegetables and just meat, like nothing really fried, which was really nice. Um, the salad's incredible. Um, the bread's incredible. It's just, yeah. it was oh. a really great place. I think that was actually the evening meal of the day we ran the marathon. And so that was really nice because we were, we were at that point really hungry. So um, our, everything was kicking in. So and it was great. And super accessible for somebody staying at pop century, art of animation, the Riviera, awesome. anybody that's on an uh, like boardwalk, yacht club, beach club. Cause you can just jump on the oh, Skyliner yeah. and bam, you're right there. Cause it's, if you don't know, it's a Caribbean beach for folks that yeah, don't yeah. know. It's right there. Boom, right at the middle there. Yeah, it's a great restaurant. I went there a couple times and uh, yeah, you mentioned the bread. When you mentioned the bread, my mouth started watering because something about those rolls. Whew, they're super yes. good. I, I saw that you also had the buffalo chicken sandwich. Speaking of the-, the uh, I did. That was thanks to you. Good. It was wonderful. <laughs> I, I had to get it um, at Hollywood Studios and it was great. I agree. Trying to Probably win the world the over one, one sandwich at a time. You know, it's like yeah. the old Coke thing. Uh, on your, so you, a couple of things too, I want to mention over Disney Springs, it's like you had, um, you hit up some, uh, homecoming and cause you had Olivia's homecoming, kind of the same type of food and yep. Gideon's I've yes. never been to Gideon's still. So, Oh my gosh. About that? So I've been hearing so many things about Gideon's. And so I certainly had to try that. We, um, we stocked up, we went on the very first day, I think. And I think we each bought at least three or four. Three cookies, maybe? I don't really remember. We bought a lot to be able to bring home. And wow, those cookies are incredible. So 
There was like one, it was during February when we were there and it had some sort of like, like hot spice in it, but like some cherries and some chocolate chips, like dark chocolate. I think I can't remember the name of it. It was incredible. So worth it. And the peanut butter cold brew. Incredible. So what everybody says, it yeah, seems like a lot of work for cookies, but it, and I don't know if I have the discipline because those cookies are yeah. so big. I mean, I know you just take a little piece off and eat it. <laughs> I, you know. We didn't, we didn't actually have to wait in line that I think the, we showed up on a weekday, which was maybe a tip. I think we were there on Thursday um, for the first time we went. And so there really was like maybe a 20 minute line. It really was not that bad. So I think we lucked out. Maybe when I'm down for the Give Kids World thing next week, but yeah. probably not. I only really Thank have you. one day to kind of go around. So definitely have to commit. It was so good. Yeah. So I don't know. We'll see. We'll see. I, I, I we'll see. I, I got to get there because the good news is I don't drink like cold brews. I don't do that. And yeah. the cake, though, Scott keeps raving about the cake. I do love cakes. So yeah. That's my I think problem. we got a slice of cake too that we kind of ate on throughout the trip. Yeah, see, so. that, I see that that's like draw me in like a fish. So that's uh, <laughs> one thing. I'm How was homecoming though? Did you guys enjoy that? It was, oh, it was great. Um, I had been there before and that's just, that's our kind of food, that Same. home cooking food. So it was really good. Cool. So the All church right. lady, little eggs, you know, oh, it was good. That's my favorite. I can double yeah. eggs. I, my sister-in-law makes some good ones. I mean, she makes really good devil, like, you know, for Easter and, couple of the holidays, you know, that, like my birthday, I get to request things that everybody has to bring over, you know, for my birthday, even though it's Thanksgiving. <laughs> it's like, that's an Easter food. Nope. It's my birthday. So it's going to also be a Thanksgiving food this year. So yeah, but those church, those things are crazy. <laughs> yeah, I don't think we're replicating those at home. They're super good. And one last thing, you guys went to Bowman. You said you really enjoyed Bowman over at Animal yes. Kingdom Lodge. It says you just wish you could have had more. And I think that's that's the case, right? It's so dang expensive. That yes. You just, you just can't, you can't eat enough. I'm trying to think when we went, it was, it was a day that we had slept in. It was kind of a slow day. And I don't think we ate a ton beforehand, but I think I was at the point, it was towards the end of the trip. The food was incredible. I normally don't love buffets, but this buffet is different. And I just think at this point, I just had probably eaten so many great meals. Mm -hmm that my tummy was just um, done, but the food was, I mean, the flavors are just so unique. And of course the zebra domes are incredible. We wanted to figure out a way to take some with us, but they don't travel very well, Yeah, but um, <laughs> Ricky, Ricky would try, trust me. She'd have a dozen in her purse. Sad. <laughs> so, and that soup that she loves that butternut, I think it's the butternut squash. squash maybe. Yep. Very good. Yeah. So there's a chowder there that I like. It's like a yes, corn. I got something. That too. It was good. Oh, man, that stuff is so good. Yeah. So. You know, I, we always talk about this stuff and I just like, you know, I've just had dinner, but now I feel like <laughs> I need to go out and have another dinner because we always talk about the good stuff yes. down at Walt Disney World. This is so fun. And you mentioned that you bring up a great point, though, because when you go to Walt Disney World, typically you're having all these great meals. Olivia's homecoming you know, Sebastian's Bistro, Boma, and you're having these great meals, but sometimes they are heavy. They're out of the ordinary from how we eat back home. I get this way on a cruise, right? I mean, because I love going on a cruise because you get all these fun, you know, meals in the dining rooms, right? You'll have a, I never get to have seafood at home because my girls don't like it. So I'll have a seafood, you know, mm -hmm. but you get an appetizer, you get a dessert, you get an entree, sometimes two entrees if you ask for, you know, whatever you want. 
And I, I get like you, though, because that really rang true with me that by the end of the cruise, sometimes I'm just ready for like a chicken sandwich, like yeah. just like one chicken sandwich and like 10 French fries. That's all I want. <laughs> like I'm just I'm fooded out. I think you, that's a good point. Maybe we I wonder if any of our other listeners kind of feel that way towards the end of vacation. Probably. I mean, again, we had a long trip, so we and um, we had lots of great places that we were eating. So we split a lot of meals um, just to save our tummies. But that's a good point. Okay, so as we wrap the show here, it's been a lot of fun, man, just going back to talking about a run Disney race weekend, which they're going to be coming around here again in just a month yes. or two. I can't believe it. Wine and Dine's just uh, just around the corner. One last like memory or thought or, you know, tip for anybody out there as we as we wrap the show here on a Monday. Yeah. I think the biggest thing I would say is take the girls trip. I think um, we've we've done several really sweet family trips, which are wonderful. Um, and I think there's just such a different dynamic about those adult trips. Um, I think it was just sweet to like merge our friendships. Um, I'm obviously really close with my sister-in-law and also my best friend, but I got to know her friend even deeper. And it was just really fun to be able to unplug from the world and just enjoy the things that maybe you don't enjoy as much when you have little ones around. Um, we love our, our, we all have kids. We love our kids dearly. Um, but it was really just sweet to be able to like step away and to, um, just enjoy friendship and fellowship with each other and just to make some sweet, sweet memories. So I would say take the girls trip. I would encourage you also, if you've never done a run Disney event, even if you're not a runner, to think about doing it. It's, I think it's just a really cool like experience and just it so is. much encouragement. And there's just so many cool goals that go along with running a longer race. Or even if you just did a 5k, mm -hmm. I think it's just a cool thing to experience. So, and you kind of mentioned it. Like I, I remember kind of, I, I was on the same, same path you were like when Mallory was born. I mean, she's 15 now she'll be 16 in January. That's kind of when we started the podcast. And when she was little, I got very sedentary, you know, cause it was just like, life yeah. got bit you know my life changed i was an athlete all the way up to that point played a lot of hockey you know mm -hmm. i was always a baseball player just i i was always busy but then i just sat for like years as she was a little kid and run disney got me back in you know because of that i dropped a ton of weight and you know you know i've tried to stay active ever since because it's just it's that incentive it's that carrot mm -hmm. that you know in january i get to go to florida and escape the, you know, 20 below. It's hard to believe that in January where I'm sitting right now, the wind should be 20 below when it, it, it's so hot, it's trying to kill me. If I step outside right now, it's just, it's bizarre. Why do I live here? But you made a great point though. Just give it a shot, get out there because it is fun. You get fun medals, but even mm -hmm. more than the medals, you get to, you get to have fun with friends. I've made yes. countless friends because of Red Dizzy. I mean, people that I consider family and I mean like brothers and sisters, it is, there's something to be said for, for the bonds you make when you sweat together, when you cry together sometimes, because you know, yeah. you're, you're, you're just struggling to get to that finish line, but you do make it together in the training runs leading up to the race weekend. It, I'm glad you said that. That's a great point. Yeah. So definitely a blast. I mean, I think eventually we'll do another one someday. I don't know if we'll do a half or if we'll stick with like a 10 K, but, um, it was an incredible experience. So I would, Highly recommend people ch check it out. Absolutely. All right. Well, hey, Leslie, thanks for coming on the show. And I hope you have a great week and a, uh, a nice fall down there. And uh, go Pokes. Awesome. Yeah. Thank you so much for having me on. Uh, Excited to share it with my family. All righty. So. Tell us that hello. I will. <laughs> all right. Don't forget today's show brought to you by the Magic for Less Travel. Check them out. They are standing by right now to help you plan a great Walt Disney World Disneyland 2024. We can do that now as well. Disney Cruise Line and Adventures by Disney Trips. Just swing by the website today over at 
themagicforless.com. Please also use our Amazon affiliate link. It's at beourguestpodcast.com slash Amazon. That really helps us out. And thank you to our patrons. You guys make all these shows possible. We get to put out not just a show a week. We put out like three, four, five shows a week because of your support, starting at just $5 a month for all these podcasts. So thank you for supporting us over there if you'd like to do that. And get the bonus show every week called Mike in the Midwest. Come on over, patreon.com slash be our guest podcast. Give me a follow on social media. I'm at be our guest Mike on Instagram, Twitter, formerly known, or I guess it's X, formerly known as Twitter, Threads. I'm over there as well. And you can find me on Facebook, even though I never don't go on Facebook very often. Every once in a while, I'll pop in on there. We're just, I'd love to talk to you this week. So find me, easy to find. Be our guest Mike. In Sunday night, seven o'clock Eastern, six o'clock Central, we'll have the live call in show. So give us a call. We'll talk Disney. Scott joins me. We have a great time opening up the phone lines. So we can talk Disney, Facebook, YouTube, Twitter, and Twitch. All right. So for Leslie down in Arkansas, this is Mike here in Missouri. You guys have a great week. Stay safe, stay healthy, and we'll see you real soon. You've been listening to the Be Our Guest Walt Disney World Trip Planning Podcast. If you have questions, comments, or would like to be a guest on the show, please visit our website at BeOurGuestPodcast.com. Thanks for listening, and we'll see you real soon.